I'm Selena Sage, and Live Free is for our collective liberation. Namaste and welcome to Wisdom Wednesdays. <laughs> this is a day for sharing wisdom from the true masters. And each week I will select some wisdom, uh, quotes to share, and also provide insights and my thoughts about the wisdom. But I'd be very happy to hear your thoughts as well. So feel free to add comments or um, find me on social media to let me know what you think. So for the first episode, I would like to focus on Sri Muji, who I mentioned in the podcast introduction as a major figure for me and my own search for liberation. So I'll first start with explaining the Sri. <laughs> so Sri uh, simply means master. And Muji comes from the Advaita um, lineage. And Advaita simply means non-dual. So the belief that there's not really two, there's just one. And he's often referred to as an Advaita Zen master. And the Zen comes from, uh, my perspective of Zen is uh, the fact that enlightenment is possible, awakening is possible. And Zen itself is quite focused on meditation and certainly inquiry or the process of questioning to find answers is a path to awakening. So meeting Sri Muji was a phenomenal experience, but it actually started because I visited a, um, a sound healer when I lived in California, um, a wonderful, wonderful woman who a friend had advised that I visit. And I was there really f to try out this concept of, uh, of healing through sound with, uh, with gongs and kind of these life-size xylophones that were, um, were more like wind chimes that were along the sides of uh, this massage bed. And also she had a system called um, Trinfinity 8, uh, which was a healing through like computer code, um, a belief that there are these uh, kind of these angels that are sent um, through this system. I'm not probably doing it justice, but it's quite um, quite an interesting concept that a dear friend of mine has had tremendous results with. And I tried it and also found it to be quite cool. But the sound healing was what I was most interested in. And she also gave me a... Um, <laughs> A reading from Vedic astrology while I was there, which which was very cool. And when she read my chart, she uh, she said a lot of interesting things that were so on point for someone who I'd never met. And I see um, astrology is quite interesting. I, I don't live my life, you know, by the stars, but I find that there's some interesting um, takeaways. I think from our person, our personal experiences that seem to correlate sometimes. And she, uh, one of the things she told me is that I was 
incredibly, incredibly independent. And I thought, oh, wow, you're right on. <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. <laughs> and some other things that were quite me. And uh, through reading my chart, she said, but there's something else here that I don't see quite often. And she said, this is a very, a very pivotal time for you spiritually. And I see that in this, in this lifetime, um, you can wake up. And I was very familiar with the concept of awakening and enlightenment, having studied many different religions throughout the course of my life. But her saying this was really, um, was really quite interesting. And she told me, you know, I don't do this often, but I'd like to introduce you to my master. And I thought, okay, sure. Um, he wasn't actually there, but she walked me to this altar that she had set up with a few of his paintings and a picture and she said, this is Muji. And just when I saw the picture and, and saw the paintings that he's, he had created, I knew immediately that this was someone that was quite special that had unlocked some like secrets of the universe. And so uh, she invited me to check out some of his recordings on YouTube, which I certainly would recommend to you as well. He has provided an incredible catalog of different types of, um, of wisdom for, for every topic. And I'll include a link in the description of the podcast uh, for you to check out his, his um, YouTube. But beyond that, um, I was just really intrigued by this spirit that I felt throughout, I mean, through the, through the photo. And when I got back to Africa, I watched one recording and somehow knew that I had to meet him. So a month later, I um, had the opportunity to sign up for a satsang, which means spiritual discourse that he was having in Portugal, which fortunately is only about four hours from my island. So I attended and immediately um, on the first day, his first message was what he calls the invitation, and I found it to be so transformational that I think I got everything that I ever needed from that first encounter, but it just deepened with all of the other wisdom that he shared and the pointings that he provided. And I'll give my version of the invitation on um, next week's guided meditation for you to try out, but you can certainly find... um, the master's version through Muji himself on YouTube. But the invitation was so transformational that I really felt a shift in my own experience and understanding. And on um, one of the days of this five-day intensive, I had the idea that I was going to share my first book, Meditative Questions, uh, as a gift to Muji. And I waited at the end of kind of this um, procession (laughs) that had uh, formed of of just persons that had visited um, the intensive and were waiting to to greet him on his way out. And I was one of the last people along the uh, path that he was traveling to leave. And he was um, just this spirit that you could feel, just this energy that was un- deniable. And before he even reached me, I just started smiling and laughing and feeling this inexplicable joy just from his presence. And 
when he um he kind of grabbed me by the shoulder and pulled me into a hug and when i tell you everything dropped away it was like there was no thought no worry no concern just this beautiful blissful emptiness and i felt a rushing light within my chest that was kind of just like um this this power beam <laughs> that that i couldn't understand still don't really understand and my experience of shri muji was like an encounter with the vastness with infinity he just was an embodiment of all of the things that he points to and that he teaches it was like he was that he was that um reflection of the infinite it was incredible and meeting him really helped me to understand um how his own his own search had led him to the ultimate and he was the embodiment of the self and it was incredible so that encounter really um set things um in motion for me uh in 2017 to deepen in my own understanding and experiences and i feel that that process is ongoing and still happening so shri muji is a figure in um in this advaita zen lineage but he is a, a just a profound um well of incredible knowledge and wisdom and watching his youtubes you can kind of see that he's able to meet every person that questions him from the place that they're at and he's always pointing to the same direction the same source but through different paths and i feel that it's the path that the person needs to actually reach the destination though there's wisdom in his pointings for everyone so with that said i would like to share um just three teachings of shri muji that um one that i remember from his teachings most vividly and two that i just randomly selected from two of his books that i own one is called white fire and the other is called writing on water so i'll share the wisdom and uh provide just some thoughts that i had when i uh when i encountered or or heard this wisdom so the first is uh, shri muji's guidance to treat thoughts like clouds passing in the sky knowing that you're the sky and um if you treat your thoughts and also feelings and emotions as clouds passing in the sky you can do kind of what we did in the guided meditation you can you can have a detached feeling to those thoughts it becomes more impersonal you see these these as these clouds uh these clouds of thought and feeling and emotion as transient as passing and you don't get so attached to that flow you're able to be a witness and not get involved. So um I encourage you think about that, you know, if as you have different thoughts, feelings and emotions, especially ones that cause you some disturbance, imagine them as clouds 
and simply watch them knowing that you are the vastness of the sky and though the clouds exist they don't touch the sky those thoughts don't have to touch you by creating um, a relationship as the witness of those thoughts you give yourself space to observe so that's the first piece of wisdom the second is from white fire and it's a kind of a, a spontaneous um, teaching that he shared and this one is your urge to control life controls you and I've run across that teaching before when flipping through the book and it's so profound it kind of hits me in the gut <laughs> and, and reminds me that sometimes when we are trying so hard to make our life to be what we think it should be we're trying to exact or exert control on different circumstances and we're in fact controlled by that attempt to be controlling so the lesson to me in this saying again is or the the teaching is your urge to control life controls you and so for me that's a reminder to loosen up, <laughs> to let go of my expectations, to not be so tied to the outcome that I feel should happen, and just be in flow with life, and to, to understand that everything is happening for the highest good. And though I may not understand the um, moment-to-moment situation, and certainly in times of, of pain that are very uncomfortable, we recognize that these are all things that are helping us to wake up. And so we have to release those things and merge within the flow of life uh, and return to the source. That's my take. <laughs> and the third bit of wisdom I'm actually just going to read it, and I'll read it twice, and leave it for your own contemplation, because um, I feel that this is a very deep point of wisdom that um, we'll, we'll perhaps circle back to in a future meditation to explore uh, potential ways of seeing this wisdom, but I think it's uh, it's it's a wonderful experience to sometimes hear things that are from the master and, and not necessarily filtered through um, the student. <laughs> so here is the third and final teaching of Sri Muji for today. The supreme is that in which even space is perceived. Therefore, therefore you are subtler than space. Contemplate this. I'll read that again. The supreme is that in which space is perceived. Therefore, you are more subtle than space. Contemplate this. So I will leave you to that meditation. 
Thank you for being here and journeying with me. Namaste.